A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, this is Manjula Narayan, National Books Editor, Hindustan Times, and this is the Books and Authors podcast. It's a weekly podcast where I speak to authors who've got a new book out. Hi, this is Manjula Narayan, and this is Books and Authors, and today I have with me um, Ashutosh Bharadwaj, who's written The Death Script, Dreams and Delusions in Nakshal Country. Hi, Ashutosh. Hi, Manjula. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, your book is absolutely, um, it's very gripping. It's also very, uh, it makes you think a lot, you know, about your own life. I mean, as well as, of course, these people who who are, uh, you've dealt with the Adivasis, you've dealt with the Nakshals, you've dealt with the Indian state and the CRPF and, you know, the presence of the state in, um, in Bastar and these long running conflicts that we are having and the human cost of it all. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking that in the writing of it, it was for you almost like um, an exorcism. Yeah, you know? a kind of, yeah, yeah. So talk about that, because it's a very personal book as well. It is, it is. It's also a form of confession. Hmm. Uh, so see, when when a journalist uh, goes to a conflict zone, then he or she gets certain stories. But there are also a large number of stories which they cannot tell, which possi- which the, the space of the newspaper cannot possibly contain. Hmm. Uh, and these experiences then continue to overwhelm them uh, throughout hmm. their throughout their tenure. Hmm. This is one. Second is their own complicity in the entire process in the entire conflict, because uh, as you uh, as you uh, go on to report. Uh, on a conflict in which your own country is involved, then mm. the question of neutrality and objectivity uh, that that hits you again and again. I guess mm. this is this question doesn't hit you anywhere else uh, in in perhaps any other kind of reporting, maybe in say cinema reporting or political reporting. So mm. here, your own preferences, your own prejudices, uh, that that come into the picture. So mm. this book then becomes, uh, as you rightly said, it's a confession, is, a, is an exorcism uh, to, to confront your own preferences, your own prejudices, and your own confl- complicity uh, in, the, in, in the making of this en- entire conflict. Uh, mm. This is at one level. Also, okay. if you see the book, uh, this book always talks about the death. Death is an underlying uh, narrative, underlying theme, which runs through this book. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, we all know that death is uh, a huge, uh, perhaps one of the, it's an ultimate reality, the ultimate truth of our lives. Yes. But yes. but when you go to a conflict zone, the death appears to us, the death emerges before us in, in its banality. In, in, in its, this, so this ordinariness of death, it, 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 it hits you. So, hmm. so then it becomes another form of, uh, confrontation, conversation with this truth. Hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah. You know, when I was like reading it, I was thinking that, you know, you've, you've tried to get in all these voices, hmm. but at some level, I mean, you yourself are sort of um, traumatized. One can see that in the writing, you know, yeah. in many ways. So uh, how did you, you know, and you were, you were, you were, you were there for so many years, you know, and right in the, in the zone. So how did you, how did you avoid sort of breaking down? I do not know how did I do that. Uh, I cannot even say that I did not perhaps break down or perhaps I did not found, find myself getting disintegrated into several pieces. I cannot mm-hmm. make this claim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only ray of hope all through these years had been uh, my diary and my own notebooks and, and, and my own laptop. So mm-hmm. the only hope emerged from the very fact from the web that I could write about this at some point of time. So mm-hmm. when, say, I was uh, witnessing the dead bodies of, uh, of of those kids I have written about who mm-hmm. who had been uh, stabbed even after the de- even after they were mm-hmm. killed, uh, yeah. So so that was such an overwhelming, uh, such a cataclysmic experience. But yet mm-hmm. the only hope I had then had was maybe at some point of time I would be able to retrieve it to confess it in another form by writing about mm-hmm. it. So the only hope for me then. Uh, was were my own words that at some point of time I would be able to record it and record it for posterity. That was the mm-hmm. only, perhaps the only, uh, only factor that could save me. Mm-hmm. But you know, I also noticed that you've been, you, you've been, you've managed to maintain a sort of sympathy for everyone, like you know, for 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 uh, the Salvajudam guys, for the Nutshells, for uh, the CRPF. You know, at no point is anybody uh, and the police, at no point is anybody sort of completely demonized. And of course, the Adivasi, the normal person, you know, mm-hmm. who is at the center of all this. So talk about that. Well, partially it has to do with my training in literature. where mm-hmm. I am taught, when I say that I training in literature doesn't mean that I have been to any, say, any school or I did not have literature even my in my graduation. But I mean, my own background in cinema literature that that has taught me that perhaps there are no villains in lives. We only need to understand people. This was one uh, that helped me understand the sorrow of uh, all the stakeholders, all those who were fighting and lend them some dignity, not dilute that or diminish that merely because it belonged to say, the CRPF or the Nexels or the Adivasis. Uh, I did not uh, distinguish among uh, various sorrows, various griefs. Uh, this was one. And the second reason was well, how could I perhaps uh, do it uh, is that, as I said in the beginning, I was always confronting my own preferences. I have said also somewhere, written also somewhere in the book, journalism is not perhaps about, in fact, great writing as well, not about writing your preferences and choices. It's also mm. confronting your, your preferences. It's confronting mm. your own self. Mm. Yes, so, you said. That. Yeah. So it's only uh, because of that, perhaps, I could uh, lend uh, an equal gaze. Uh, I, could, I could give an equal voice to all the people mm. I, I had met and I had seen and written about. Mm. 
because you know depending on who you read like uh, this um, you know salvar judam becomes a uh, the villain or the nakshals become a villain but you have man- managed to like kind of i mean you've given everybody side so you know uh, and this chapter on the memory stones and all mm-hmm. i found it like a really fascinating chapter mm-hmm. how you uh, said that this karma uh, is actually like some mythical figure yes, emerging yes. from the Adiva- adivasi landscape you know it's not something i thought about earlier you know so talk about that uh, you want to me to talk about karma mahind karma yeah you know the salva judam is like such a uh, i mean for an outsider hmm. you know i mean you hear so many things and then this was a view that i hadn't thought about before so it quite i was quite taken with it like that whole section hmm. you know so talk about that See, it kind of humanizes it yeah the whole uh, you know and shows the trap in which it actually that actually shows the trap in which all these people are in see i have all through the book tried to complicate the prevailing narratives yes uh, not just question them to give a mm. more another perspective to it so yes, we know yes. that that salva judum was unconstitutional we also know that they committed yes. huge atrocities on the, on the adivasis yes. we also know that the bjp government and mahindra karma congress mahindra karma they were handing gloves with that yes, but yes we also need to consider why would my somebody like mahind karma and a lot mm. of other adivasis why would mm. they stake their lives for this what mm. they were about to gain from it and we see mm. the condition of the adivasis has not improved after that so it yes. is not that salva judum was about to give some material or certain tangible benefits or advantages to any or anybody who was involved in salva judum there they all met an extremely violent death and they all knew yeah. about it so mm-hmm. the question is if you choose such a death if you opt for a for, for such a death despite being aware of it what could mm-hmm. have prompted you so there i question mm-hmm. then perhaps it was not uh, 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 some material gain so they wanted private companies to come up it was also a a, a tough war a war of mm-hmm. turf uh, see these adivasis had been living in the jungle uh, since forever mm-hmm. and in the yeah. 80s we see the educated comrades from andhra they enter bastar and they try mm. to indoctrinate indoctrinate oh. adivasis so obviously yeah. there will be some adivasis like karma mm. who will not tolerate it who will not accept it they will hit back so mm. i have also tried to show this aspect of uh, of salva judum the salva judum yeah. was also an and very angry a very annoyed response of these adivasis uh, to mm. the maoists of course mm. it was illegal that is fine that we agree yeah. but we also yeah. need to do the human aspect of it yes yeah so i didn't think of this you know insider outsider perspective before mm. before mm. i read this you know this also it also you know it uh, then suddenly it struck you that you can also view this as a nativist versus you know somebody coming from outside and trying to take in take exactly exactly you know exactly so, yeah, that's a perspective yeah anyway so uh, then you know i found th- like the some of your chapters are really very very powerful like the beginning uh, of course it kind of hits you you know the you start off in very high note and then also the kalashnikov chapters and then the, the chapter about you know when you compare uh, the conflicts in kashmir mm-hmm. and in bastar and the the similarities and the great dissimilarities mm-hmm. of course you know so these are the i don't know i think your book kind of makes you think really very deeply about where we are today 
and and you mix in both your um, your own reading as well as your reportage hmm. so i'm wondering how difficult this was so when i reached there in august 2011 uh, within a month or so it had occurred to me that i needed to write a book on it Hmm. So for the first two years, I wrote extensive. Uh, uh, I took extensive diary notes, and I wrote this book in the form of a travelogue. Okay. After two years, you wouldn't believe I rejected that. I trashed that, mm-hmm. and I went mm-hmm. on to write a novel about it. For the next three four years, I wrote a novel out of the same material. Hmm. And then it occurred to me, no, if the diary was too personal, too intimate, the novel is mm-hmm. too distant. So then yes. this form came, which you see now. which is a mixture which is a combination of various narrative styles and yes. yeah diaries footnotes reportage and all hmm. so how difficult was it uh, as difficult as the search of a, a form is i i i guess that hmm. uh, i believe that you you want me the how could i reach this form i had hmm. been st- struggling to reach this form where uh, every stakeholder every character could have his or her voice without the without the intervention of the narrator so mm. this has come after a lot of struggle mm. and and then you see these elaborate footnotes which mm. i believe uh, are extremely significant to decode the books decode, yes. decode this book because yes. these footnotes you see the narrator is returning from an excel ambush and in his cab he watches a movie by bergman Uh, yes. which is based on an opera of mozart and years mm-hmm. later he realizes that this opera actually tells something about the ongoing state the state maoist battle mm-hmm. so so these footnotes then inform the book uh, yes. they, yeah they they give a different perspective to the book they add to the backyard memories of the book mm-hmm. so this book is then a, a result of my own memories my perceptions and my take on various things around Hmm. So that's why I liked it because I found it like very layered and you know and a lot of depth to it. It wasn't like you said a novel would not or just a me- memoir would not do justice no, to no, it. No, no, no. You know this sort of uh, uh, I don't know what you can call this form. It's a mix of all of these. Mm-hmm. That's the first part of my conversation with Ashutosh Bharadwaj. the author of the death script dreams and delusions in nakshal country join us for more after the break this was a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast hey we get it you don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now so let us tell you something you do want to hear No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers bundle discount not available in all states or situations.